0: Yo people, welcome to the Ratsuit Podcast where each week we are going to be pulling back the curtain on what it's like to really win the biggest talent show in the world.
1: Plus secure a recording contract, tour Europe with some of the most famous artists in the world and then decide that we need to take back control of our musical journey by doing it our own way. This is a real story behind real music. Yo people, what's going on? Welcome to the very first, what's the word, inaugural Ratsu podcast. No, it's called a podcast. (laughs) He's starting to annoy honestly. With me, Ash, Jamal and Sleepyhead, aka Moody Miles over there. How are we feeling, boys? All good, bro. All good, all good. Excited
2: to kind of get into the thick of things.
0: Tired and sick of you talking talking like radio presenters. Yeah, I had too much to drink yesterday. Quite frankly, I don't want to be here.
1: It's cool. That's kind of like the standard, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah. So I guess for everybody who's watching this... um, Or listening. Or listening. Yeah, everyone who's watching, listening...
0: um, receiving
1: <laughs> receiving
0: wow Oy. it's only 12 o'clock <laughs> receiving at 12 they might be listening past the watershed. but anyway that anyone who is
1: engaging with this content giving receiving wow the whole point of it is um we feel like we've been on one heck of a journey and we've got to a place at the moment where people often like if they see us on the street they'll be like ah oh, what happened? Or are you guys still making music? And obviously we are, but we feel like there's definitely a story which hasn't been told about the past and also going forward. There's still dreams and things that we want to achieve and we don't know exactly what we're doing and we don't know exactly how we want to do it, but we know where we want to get to. So we thought we might as well just like let you guys see everything unraveling in real time. Um, at least from my perspective. Would you Would you want this to be like, Jam?
2: Um, for me, when people ask what happened anyway, for me to be able to be like, yo, we're still doing this. And there's actual live footage that people can see because the weird thing is now that we are not on TV or not on the radio or not in people's main space, it makes it harder for them to kind of understand that we are still out here. We are still doing shows. We're still selling out tours. We're still doing Stuff that
1: artists do How does that make you feel Like when you've just come off A tour And you've like Sold out Shepherd's Bush Like 2,000 people And someone walk up to you On the street the next day And be like Oh my gosh I remember you You're that guy from Britain's Got Talent Like Brother. Are you still <laughs> Are you still making music Like how do you feel The what happened question Is a lot
2: <laughs> It hurts my twist It's so annoying Because it I'm upset because I feel like they should know. Um, and I guess that's the hardest thing when you're an independent artist for to kind of just have that platform all the time. and feeling like you've achieved something, but it's still a constant battle. Every day when somebody sees you, oh yeah, you guys should be releasing music. Yo, we dropped a song literally yesterday.
1: <laughs> Yo, uh, the funniest oh, is when that happens on TikTok. I'm uh, like, our last video was telling you about the song we put out. Oh. Like- <laughs> oh yeah, I
2: remember when I had a Reksu playlist and it's like, for me it hurts it does hurt it does yeah. hurt um but i am fully aware that we were just set up in a place where people could see us across everything so they didn't have to look they were pretty much bombarded with raksu it was like yeah i know i love Raxu, and the fact that people don't have a negative thing to say about us or aren't really like negative towards us whenever they see us they're just like i wish you guys a would do more things or we would see you more or wish you guys would do well, there's always still positivity within it. So anytime somebody sees us, I feel it comes from a good place, even though it is hurtful because we are working our asses off out here. Um, And I feel like from this podcast, I would love people to understand that it's not just you win the show, you get a million pounds and then you move to Hollywood.
1: Do you remember that when people thought we were going to get a million pounds? (laughs) People said you were a million.
2: (laughs) If you go onto uh, Google right now and type in everybody's net worth,
1: it is at least a million each. Okay, so let's just clarify this. Guys, (laughs) when you win the X Factor, you do not get a million pounds. It is false. It's a lie. It's just not what happened. I was still borrowing coats from Miles after we won the show <laughs> you didn't get a million pounds <laughs> oh, okay 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 we, we, see oh, we see how it is we see how it is what about you bro Miles? how have you felt about people wondering what's going on and obviously you had and a secondary pressure after being on Amasaleb Celeb as well um so the people actually asked like what's going on where's Miles been or do they not ask that because you've been on TV more recently?
0: Nah. For me, they, they, they'll, they'll know who I am and obviously I get stopped. You know, obviously I get stopped much more frequently than you two do. Yeah. Uh, because obviously I've done my chef, done I'm a celeb. Uh, so I was on TV more frequently than you. But they still ask the same question now oh, Raksu, Rak, They'll be like, "Oh, you're from, you're from Ratsu. Oh, you went in the jungle. Oh, when are you releasing music, and I'll be and uh, and <sighs> I keep it moving. I'm just like, yeah, man. <laughs> <to do> <laughs> I'm not. It's got to that point where I don't care to repeat myself. If you're not, if you're not, if you're not investing enough time to go on Spotify and search Raksu, then I'm not investing my time in you.
1: Okay, plot twist. Would you invest that time in somebody else? If there was somebody else that you saw on TV a few years ago and you really liked them and you fell in
0: love with them on TV, no. Four years later, no. Nah. If, if I, bro, you know me, I don't care. If I, if, if I'm not investing my time in you, I'm not going to invest my time in you. It's true. If I'm not going to listen to you on Spotify, why am I going to go up to you and say hello? Nah, it's true. It's like when, when we go out and we see. Oh, other... so you're saying
1: that actually you don't understand like why if, if you're
0: not invested to the point that you want to listen to our yeah, then ask the question, isn't it? It's true no, it's nice. No, it's don't true. Also it's I just true. keep it I'm just like Yeah man I'll Genuinely I just do that Yeah I like up. people
1: asking the question I just hope When I tell you the music's out You go and listen to it up. No they
0: don't Of course I, they uh, don't Yeah And
1: that's I think that's the thing for me I know that as soon as I say
2: Yeah yeah We release music And people will just be like Oh That's the It's the all moment <laughs> When you look at it It's like Oh Be like Oh yeah When are you doing your next show In London Yeah we did one yesterday man if you are, and I, and I get this, and I never really looked at it like this. If you are a Raksu fan, right? And this is how you know that social media is fickle and you know that the the music industry is fickle because obviously what's popping isn't necessarily what you fell in love with or what you might be in tune with. It's just what's put in front of your face.
1: Which is why we need to start making drill. I don't know if I got the the... The backbone
2: for Joe, bro. I'll be honest. There's stuff that they say that I don't even understand. But for me, I feel like I get where Miles is coming from because people will, even though they mean the best for you, I ain't really trying to... If you aren't on my doorstep... I feel you. They are Fly By Night fans. And look, for everybody that isn't, we respect you and we love you, but it's to let you know as an independent artist, when you guys come up and ask them questions, it's like even if I was to tell you all the information that you needed to hear, yes, we are releasing tomorrow. I will send you the link. I will go as far as telling you when it will drop. Are you really going to be in tune with it or not? Are you just asking a question just to be nice? I, I,
1: I think that's a really interesting takeaway. Cause I don't think anybody's asking it to be nice. I think they're asking it to be curious because they want to know, but maybe the message is actually, if you're speaking to a creative and you're asking them where their art has been it can actually be quite hurtful because like yeah it kind of it it bro it no. hurts like it hurts when you've been investing your time your money your effort into doing something into creating something and then someone comes up to you and it's like oh my gosh like yeah i'm so glad to see you and then like you kind of work out they haven't been listening to your stuff like it's painful so yeah yeah but anyway the point, of, <laughs> the point of this is obviously to let people know the story where we've come from so that everybody can see where we're going so I guess we should go all the way back to the start um, to how Raxu even became Raxu in its first place um, and yeah how did you feel when Raxu started Jam what was your what was your goal for it in its from its are we good
0: yeah stop, is yeah
1: good? yeah these are still
2: Nah, you're good Yeah, that's interesting I never thought about that idea. Yeah, man <laughs> No, but it's, <laughs> just, it's the truth. Because sometimes I'll feel that in my own head And be like Why are you even asking? Because the all the moment is It's too much, bro because they, they you know, you mean well, but really, do you actually mean well? Are you up here really supporting your artists? I don't think they mean well. You don't think they do?
0: No, I'm just not. asking, just to be. Yeah, good.
2: They're, they're, they're just. I just true. say
0: yeah, man, or I just go. If you actually cared, then you'd listen, and I say it so sarcastically that it belittles them. Fuck them. Don't care.
1: Because yeah, it's not. It's not that they're doing it from like a positive place <coughs> or a negative place. I think they just. It's just in the middle. I'm gonna ask you because I can't bother to look.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 And even if I do tell you, unless I see it in the places, on or unless it's like right in front of my face, I'm not gonna involve be must my, involve myself with it anywhere. It's funny seeing um Munya and um, Harry Panero did they're doing like this this thing that Munya is doing this YouTube thing, and basically they'll get like different foot in this specific program they got a focus group together and asked them what they thought about drill. And what they thought about different drill rappers, and if they were going to write a, a what's it called a headline on the drill rapper, what they would what would they say? And they were like, "Yeah, he talks about guns, crime, da 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 da." And it was funny going in and asking them what they thought the actual lyrics meant, because the association of drill being disruptive is. Obviously, it is disruptive if you understand what's being said, but a lot of it, you actually don't understand what's being said. So people were just like, yeah, drill is the guy's just talking about bitches and money and all this thing. And it's drill description by association, not actually knowing what it's like. It's like calling hip hop destructive when a certain artist might just be destructive. Does that make sense? Obviously, drill is different. No, it is. It. No, it is. no, I know, I know, I know. But I'm saying that the way that they described it, it's just put this blanket of things, and it was completely, it was just a white, uh, a white focus group, which was quite funny, because it could have been um, something that was positive, as in terms of the drill beat was just used, but the song was completely different. But that's just. I don't
1: think it would be a reasonable statement to say that drill is destructive, though. Three, okay, three no bases. problem. Cool. All right. <clears throat> just going back to the start. So. Um. Okay, cool. So, yeah, Jamal, Raksu, right from the start, when this whole thing started, how did you feel? What did you want to get from it? Why did it happen? Um, <laughs>
2: Raksu kind of just happened, to be honest. I think we were at a party one day. You
1: were singing to impress the girls.
2: Is what I do, you know. <laughs> Singers got to sing, you know. He did um. get my
0: no girls though <laughs> <laughs> He was trying. <laughs> no, I, was, I, I don't think I was trying. Didn't <laughs> I, actually, no I, girls. Actually,
2: I actually don't think I was trying. I'll be honest. I actually don't think I was trying like that. But the the setup was, um, people knew I could sing. And everyone would all like, oh, jam sing, blah, 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 blah. And I ended up just singing and Ash had come you had come across it, obviously. And you had asked me if I recorded. At this point, me and two of my other friends had recorded other ones- friend things. Sorry, bro. It had happened. At that stage, that's what it was. <laughs> it just had to be like that. Um and we went to the studio and recorded roses. And now we
1: recorded roses in my living room. We recorded roses in the your face. <laughs> yeah. We on, recorded on iPhone, Yeah, headphones. we did.
2: We did. Roses <laughs> um, and yeah, that kind of just happened. For me growing up, uh I went to school with Rihanna, name drop. Um, and it was weird. I always had this dream that whenever Rihanna came back from <laughs> James is in the
0: corner oh. so right now. <laughs> yeah, true story True story I'll tell you afterwards True story True story True story I went to school with Bob Marley <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 I genuine. thought you just went to cadets
2: with her Nah, nah, nah she School, school, school. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah true, true story true
1: who, st- How old is she?
2: She is So when I got to school Yeah She was Three years above me But she had been held back a year So I don't know if she's four years old Or three
1: years old right. like, You call him Rihanna like- Stupid
0: <laughs> You can't say that Hold up She's a business it's bro it She is
1: she Wait, Hold up,
0: hold up. Apparently <laughs> is a stupid business <laughs> <man>. bro
1: I <laughs> apologise on behalf yeah, of Jamal yeah, Hold up Hold up,
2: hold up. <laughs> So you guys are just trying so to spin my I think you're really words. smart Rihanna
1: Anyhow <laughs> I love you Yeah Anyhow oh. any, any,
2: Anyhow And I'm I had always had one. this <laughs> I had always had this weird Weird dream Of Like Barrietta no, 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 no.
0: Wow. Oh, I love the stupid little girl, Rihanna.
2: <laughs> so this is this is how it's going to go, basically. Welcome to our serious podcast, guys. Let's tell you about how the independent artist works from where they are right now to where they're trying to get to.
1: I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. I'm crying.
2: I'm right. Sorry. But basically, okay. I had always had this weird like idea (laughs) okay let me start calling it weird then I had always had this idea that whenever um, she had come back to Barbados after going off and obviously signing this major record deal and whatever the case may be that for some strange reason she would remember that I could sing at school because that was something that I knew that she could do and that was something that I used to do but there was never a oh yeah I'm gonna go and uh, and figure out how to turn this into a career or anything like that. I never connected the dots. It was never about connecting to the dots. The dots for me, it was just, I had my Walkman back in the day with the CD in it. And that's how I used to walk to school. Anyhow, that was kind of my dream that Rihanna would just remember that. And whenever she was coming back to Barbados to sing, she pull a limo up at my house and we'd just go and sing on stage. So when we,
1: like when everything happened with us and yeah. Raxi started to really take off, was there a part of you that felt like, Bro, I'm like one step closer to this.
2: Nah, Nah. I, I it just for for me, it was just fun. For me, it was something that.
1: So I'm jumping timeline. I'm saying so. By the time we've like we've won the X Factor, at that oh, point, yeah, yeah, were you think yeah, this song yeah, one hundred percent. actually happen?
2: Nah, nah. With not only that the song with Rihanna might happen, but the idea of performing on stage and having, like, a fan base and all these things that might look. Like what a professional music career would look like. Mm. Of course, I felt like we were we were there for certain, um, or I was closer to that step. But through when Miles joined in, when Mus joined in, when we went to the studio, and when this started to become something that was a little bit more serious, it was still a hobby. It was still a way for expression, which is was necessary at them times because I was doing twelve-hour shifts at the hospital you know, we were, we were working, we weren't doing anything else. So that was a very, very positive thing for me to just be able to. Which I think
1: is important to say as well, because I speak to a lot of people and especially younger people who have dreams and aspirations. And I think like quite often they feel like they can't do them because of education or because they're still in work. Yeah. But not to say that it's easy. And I know everybody's circumstances are different, but actually we can sit around this table and say like, we did live having to get up in the morning, go to work, leaving work and then going straight to the studio, going to a gig afterwards, not getting home till the early hours of the morning, you driving home from Manchester at 3am and then having to get up to go to work the next morning as well. So I feel like it's really important to say that, like the dream can be lived even when it feels like it's difficult or you're just really, really tired. Like you can do a 12 hour shift in the hospital and pursue your passions as well at the same time, but carry on bro. And the weirdest thing,
2: you never know... How close you're going to be, and I felt like I didn't. I look if we carried on making music, just in Barbican with Lawrence at the helm, just I would have been cool. Because shout out to New yeah, <laughs> I, I would have just gone on to do my masters in physio, been a physiotherapist. Yo, we're going to the studio this weekend. All right, cool. I'm there, and that's that would have been it for me. And I think you just wanted to use your gift. Yeah, I didn't. I, yeah, it, it felt. That's exactly what it is. I just wanted to feel like everything that I was doing had a purpose. So if I played basketball, I'd play for a basketball team. If I did education, I would then use my education in some way. And my voice was something that I just used to sing in the bathroom. I sing around my house. I never wrote music. It was never a thing for me. I didn't know how to write. Um, So it was definitely some place that i felt that okay well cool i can explore a side of myself that i never knew existed like really never knew and yeah music is 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 so weird like that and being an independent artist is so weird like that because it allows you to just do you're not doing it for any reason there's no pressure there was nothing it was just yo we're going to the studio let's go um and i kind of missed that a little bit.
1: The freedom. Yeah, that, like the, the no pressure. Yeah, the
2: no pressure element. I feel like we're in that space now, but I missed that for a very, very long period when it started to become more pressured. It started to be, you know, we were going to these um, gigs to do this. And, way, and
1: people I'm say sure. it, though, don't they? They say, like, and you never ever listen when you're in the beginning of the journey. People always say to you, like, enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy the come up, enjoy the hardship because you'll never get that back. And obviously, at the time, you're just trying to get away from it. But the freedom, the freedom is invaluable. I think, from my perspective, it was really interesting because I've made music since forever. But I think made my first song in primary school, and then when we were younger in secondary school, obviously we were amazing grime MPs. Jeez, Watford's best Do grime on you know I mean, TBM TV to Jeez. the world. Um, and, so, <laughs> and so we kind of done music videos, done sets. Um, And I felt like I did quite a lot of organising as well. Like, I'd pick people up and, like, take them to a studio and, like, I'd arrange the shoots and all the rest of it. I felt like I was just quite immersed in music. And then when I went to university, obviously, I carried on making music as well. And I'd done gigs and I'd done open mics and I'd done competitions and all the rest of it. And I think I've always said to people that I would have kept on making music for forever, although I never actually wanted to be a musician, which is really, really weird, considering I did it so consistently throughout, like, my childhood and anytime I was emotional, I decided to write music as well. It was always my favourite form of expression. But I never actually looked in the mirror and said, like, I wanted to be a musician. I would have just been, like, 70 years old, <laughs> rocking up to, like, my grandkids' birthday party saying, hey, yo, I made a song, you, like, put this on, you know. <laughs> Girl.
0: Girl. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, I got on my wrist a 10 times of Chris. That's, that's exactly what the song would have been. Nice, that's, nice, yeah. nice, nice, um, nice. So yeah, I feel like finding you was great because you just ignited like a different side of a passion for me where you could do things musically, but I couldn't do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like sing well. Um, <laughs> Hello, Joker. And then I feel like you dreaming and wanting to do stuff made me dream again a bit more. But I also think it's really interesting that if it was just you and I, before Mus came in and before Mars came in, we would have carried on writing introspective music and just talking about our feelings and performing to 30 people. And I always tell people that like one of the major changing points as to why we became a pop act and we had success was actually the entrance of Mr. Stevenson. Oh, one here. I was just saying,
0: you're welcome. Now we are welcome. Eh? Now nah, for you're sure. Welcome.
1: So, so for you, where was your mindset when? When was your, what was your mindset? One, when you saw me, Jamal, Mustafa doing Raksu stuff and you're coming to the gigs and you're coming to the studio, how did you think, how did you feel? And what were you thinking about that? And then how did your mindset shift when you joined Su and what were your aspirations at that point?
0: I was just there for the vibes, bro. I'm still here for the vibes.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's a lie. Okay. Let me <laughs> ask you a direct question. So when you came, when you saw us performing, me,
0: Jamal, bro, and Musa, I was there yeah. because you're my friends. How did you, how did you feel seeing us on stage? No way. I did not feel. I didn't feel no type about. You weren't it. proud of us or nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard, I heard you try to sing, mate. There's nothing, there nothing to be proud of. He, could, he couldn't handle his voice properly. Yeah. it was actually a shit show. Same. Same. I was actually there for a comical aspect. Of it. Same. Same. Okay. So Same. Then why did you join then? Exactly. <laughs> what, did you try? Okay, okay, say I'll tell show? you why. I'll tell you why I joined. Because uh. I got coerced into joining. Did I not? Okay, no, but you two actually... had an argument and slapped it on me and said, "Why did you join?" <laughs> so I said, "All right." Yes, I that... told you I'm there for the vibe. That's true, but the precursor of that was you writing "Salavi." Shut down in the German, but she French you, yeah though C'est that, C'est that was so long before that. I had that song ages before you two was writing. Cool, but you were still writing these songs. <laughs> Why? No, I didn't. I'd stopped. I'd stopped for like two years, bro. No, you
1: showed us "Salavi."
0: In that time period. Oh yeah, no, that's the, I started, I stopped and then I you tell started. It was it, the yeah, year. exactly. Yeah.
1: So why? Why did you start again? And why did you start again? Because also don't forget, even that beat was very similar to what me and Jam were, we're doing, the, like, doing
0: yeah. in that period of time. Yeah, it's because I was I was I was You like, loved us, you <laughs> wanted to join us. Yeah.
2: Yeah, don't hide it, bro. No. Don't hide <laughs> it, it's cool. No. It's cool,
0: bro. Wait, no, I we, wanted to get it in with a girl. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. And she was French. Am I lying? No, that's true. But the the influence of it was—you made
1: something that perfectly fit with us. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) No, bro, it's just—it was a good song, wasn't it? Okay, cool. Okay, so fast forward—you're involved now, right? And we're doing the first couple of gigs and whatever. Yeah, there was obviously a pivotal moment when we did the gig in Hackney, right? And so for context, oh, people, Jesus. at this point in time, we're like, we're on a bit of a wave and we're feeling like is going somewhere. We're no longer performing in front of 10 people. Now we're performing in front of 17. Like, it's like a 70% increase. This is big stuff. And then we get invited <laughs>
0: to... <laughs> oh my God. And then
1: we get invited to yeah. do this event. This, like, this showcase thing in Hackney, in, in Dawson, sorry, on a rooftop and we're told by our good friend Ash Harewood who at the time was involved with us as well that there's going to be a A&R from an independent record label and there's a couple of other acts there as well. One of them is Knox. Like, if there's any UK hip hop fans in the building, in the building, watching this, listening to this, they'll know about Knox. He was there. <laughs> Who are you trying I to don't tell? know. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> <me. laughs> Everyone. Such a whole, podcast. No, dude, the whole bro. World, the whole to anybody world. in the building. Ah, this is my first, like, nice this is my first yeah. podcast. my am nervous, man. Yeah. I'm nervous. It. To anybody nervous. watching the podcast. Yeah, to yeah. anyone yeah. listening to the podcast. Nice. Cool. So, we're there and we do a performance, and the performance probably isn't great, although I feel like we had a good day out. <laughs> and, uh, and afterwards this woman goes, if I can sum this up, she said that Jamal's got a good voice. He could maybe do it by himself, but I don't know how far he'd get. Ash is like every other rapper that there is in London. There's about a million of him. Like he's not special. Mustafa just doesn't need to be there. And Miles has got no stage presence whatsoever. Um, and obviously we all drove home quite silently. I didn't.
2: I didn't. I'll be real. Oh, you
0: felt, felt all right. Yeah. You were like, I do it Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no, no, no. i remember. Now, no, yeah.
2: I do, I, I felt bad for you guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, no, look. Watch this. I internalise the sadness within the car. Yeah. Have you ever been in a
0: car? Watch this. I I'm good. No, no, I won't
2: no, get no, that far, but no, I'll feel right. No, <laughs> no, not, not like that. Like, imagine, like, somebody's hurting around you. Yeah. And you just internalise like, that. Like, I felt bad because this wasn't a group thing. I mean, this wasn't a me thing. Yeah. This was a group thing. Mm. Cause at the end of the day, we're going up on the stairs and we're trying to do it as a forward. This wasn't, Oh, all uh, right. Yeah. It's like somebody tells you, yeah, you were a standout player. You want, you scored 45 points. But in the you game, but 50. You lost by 50. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what the hell's going on here? So for me in that situation, it was very, very interesting because everybody, turned up
1: in a different way the next time but that's what and that's what I'm curious about because for miles who was laissez-faire and just coming along for the vibes somebody saying that should have been the nail in the coffin yeah Do you know what I mean if we weren't yeah. serious about this if we didn't have some real hopes and dreams and aspirations somebody telling us we were completely useless and we weren't going anywhere should have been the end of it so why did you persevere through that and immediately get better from then going forward, Because shut your mouth.
0: <laughs> I'll do what I want, <laughs> how I want to do it. <laughs> I respect <laughs> it. Now nah, sometimes no, you need to not,
1: shut he your, your he mouth. No, up. Nah, I well, mean, what I do you mean? It's not shut. shut your mouth She annoyed energy. me. Yeah. Shut your
0: mouth. I'll do what I want. She did it all to prove her wrong. Yeah, of course. Hold time I can now. do what I want when I want. Okay, and she said my I had no presence. Okay, cool. Wow, I'm gonna show you in it. So if she didn't say that, I would have I would have stayed same.
2: that's crazy do you know how like people have different (laughs) carrots
0: because in my head in my head i had stage presence obviously that's because i've never seen me perform on stage yeah Yeah, yeah. so in my head it was just vibe and the songs we were doing weren't flipping like in the jake yeah Yeah, so it was and then when she said it i was just like all right shut your mouth i'm doing it okay that's how i feel how did how did you feel at the time then
1: I was good bro He was I sweet was mate good. I was good She said that to me, and for but, me the, but I mean about The wider picture though Because so in regards so- To your hopes and dreams Like with Whatever your hopes and dreams Were at that moment in time That obviously We're going to go on We're going to get Recognition from Soul Lecture, we're going to get Played on one extra Like we're going to do All of this stuff right yeah. At that moment in time This person who's an A&R From a label Has just said Nah <laughs> None of that's happening. Like yeah. how did that make you feel? Um or were you just so gassed? She said that you were right. I'll be, I'll be, be honest. Was I, w- I was gas? I was
2: Oh, my chest was high. My chest was high, but my heart was low. Jeez, what? Am it's I an artist? Are you crazy? It's a bar. Yo, right, hey. it right
0: down, write down, right down. My
2: chest was high, but my heart was low.
0: Continue your story with your <laughs> you no stage presence <laughs> That's you bro Don't get it mixed Not up no more baby <laughs> But For me Within
2: that As I said Like the energy in the car Was It was a lot Because Even though I felt good I didn't feel too good <laughs> No 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 no. Here, 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 no hear me, I hear you, hear me I hear you. Out. I Yeah Because it was like I really wanted us to be the best in the room. Anywhere we went, I just wanted us to be the best in the room. So for me, I hadn't even looked past Selection. Nah, I we, not. Weren't, we weren't at that place yet. No, but this is where my head was at. So my point is I wasn't, I wasn't even thinking about, oh, uh, let's get played on Selection or let's get played on BBC. No, but I'm
1: saying the best in the room yeah. thing. The best in the room conversation is a conversation that we had after that. No, well, so I'm saying in my
2: mind... And whenever we turned up, I knew that we had something put together that nobody did. So anytime we turned up, yeah. we had two rappers, they had a singer, we had a dancer. Yo, you're not turning up and seeing that combination anywhere. Mm-hmm. So when Nuts came out and when Jay Floors came up, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Jay Floors had the whole place rocking, and she came up and she said, With that, Bro, and I'm looking at it, and I'm, this is where I was kind of at because I thought we did well. And then when she started to dissect us, it was like, we aren't as well put together as I thought we were going on to the stage because mm. not only the- And music, how does that make you that feel in me, relativity to your
1: hopes and dreams? So
2: for me- that's what I'm saying I hadn't started to dream big yet I didn't do the big dreaming yet I was Got just either. happy to be in that space Bro, okay. oh yeah what did you do this weekend <coughs> me and my boys went to Shoreditch and we performed how was it oh, I was sick man we set, we handed out the business cards and you know hopefully people would be on our vibe and we know who we are when she then
1: said that it was yes, like yes people we had business cards yes we did <laughs> have business <laughs> cards what? <laughs> what was the company that you get the business cards I from I can't even remember uh, but they looked good though yeah, they, 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 did, were yeah. they were sick they yeah. were colourful yeah,
2: they were proper for all you millennials business cards were things that people <laughs> <laughs>
1: handed out um, before you could ask people for their snap before you could ask people for their Instagram yeah, but we had ID on the business uh, card yeah but I'm saying like business
2: cards were still a thing like people it, were still being used unnecessarily back in them days yeah um,
0: but you're going on like it was about 20 no no, no, no like it was like, five, five years, years ago Five years no, ago, listen, mate. What's going on? Like, listen, we've had a lot in five years. It's we've true, had a lot in true, five true. five to seven it's years. True. So, it's transformed so much. They stopped using business cards. Do, do you
1: know what is funny, though? What I've got at home is from our launch project from the Dive EP, I still got one of the lanyards with got, the USB yeah, of our music. I literally, saw my yeah, no
2: word of a lie, 36 hours ago. Yeah, um, but for me, yeah, it just felt very it kind of hit home in a way that I wasn't expecting because as I said, it's just for me, I'm just excited to be in the room yeah. as in like, I'm hearing my boys, we're performing, we're doing stuff. And then she said that and it's like, well, what, what do we do now? What, 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 what does that mean? Is, is this going to crush us as a group? And for me on the outside, looking in within that perspective, yeah. I'm like, well, she said I was cool, but uh, it don't feel cool. It don't feel like I didn't know how you guys were going to respond. That's, that was how, if I put myself back into that car journey, yeah. I'm sat there and I'm like, yo, she really said this. And I remember the the 20, the first 20 to half an hour of that ride back home, Bro, it was nobody silent. said a single silent. word.
1: And I'm thinking to myself, yo, and I even spoke to Ash afterwards. Do, do you know, do you know what's funny? Uh, I think the dynamic was born then, which is still true to this moment now. To this day. I think it was all because of you. Yeah, that the car ride was silent. Because
0: at- <laughs> <laughs> no, because
1: because if that's what you You're were thinking, so moody, bro. If, if that's what you were thinking, for me personally, yeah. What were you the thinking? The only thing I'm thinking at that point in time is how are the boys gonna respond to this? Right, right. Like right. that's the only thing yeah, I really care yeah. about here, because like as you lot know, my my engine comes from you guys. Like my like my engine actually comes from you guys saying I wanna do this and then mm-hmm. I get a bit of a kick out of going, alright, cool, how can we make that happen? So it seems like and I'm sure most because Mus would have been fairly lazy, Mus would have been annoyed actually, but Mus would have been more openly annoyed. Yeah, but yeah. you being quietly annoyed probably made us all nervous because we were probably all thinking, <laughs> bruh, how's Miles feeling about this? And it's still like that till this day, where we'll tiptoe with eggshells around you if you're upset because we like we don't want to upset you. The
0: big band No, you're like the baby, we are disgusted <laughs>
1: Have
2: you ever seen what was the film with the baby who's a boss? (laughs) <laughs> Boss
0: baby That's who you That's
2: literally you Boss baby That is you Puts on the tie
1: The suit In pampers Yeah Still calling all the shots Because your mood's The most extreme isn't it Like if Jam's upset about something You know you can get over it If I'm upset about something I am going can get over it But if you're upset about something It's like Oh
0: no <laughs> No it's not Yeah it is No it's not <laughs> It is It is
2: Miles is a guy That will tell you At the beginning of starting something Hey If you keep me here for too long. I'm gone
0: I actually messaged Keely (coughs) before it started I was like they're fucking pissing me off I I I messaged Keely I was like they're fucking pissing me off it hasn't even started yet exactly I said to her I'm leaving at four (laughs) he didn't even drive (laughs) in he's leaving at four I said I'm leaving I said I swear to God, I said I'm leaving at four, I'll get a camp home. if I <laughs> my God. did not even drive here and he When is I flying. went to get Vaseline, I had my head was flying. <laughs> this is this, this is
2: how Miles comes in. Miles plans his escape route
0: before he's even got there. Yo! this is this, this is what we're dealing with. I didn't even tell you how right my escape route. Yeah. I was just gonna up and leave at four. <laughs> but it's, but
1: it's always been like this as well. Like from when we were younger, whether it was, I've got to get home to make beef Wellington. Or... <laughs> bro, we be, watch this. So we get to the
2: studio, right? Miles will drive there as well. So obviously the more the <laughs> transport is miles. We're there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> miles will be
2: like, yo. <laughs> hey, I got work in the morning, hold the phone. We are all working in the morning, all of us. We're all doing all right. up work. And Miles would just be like, yeah, it's time to rap. But I, I do agree with you, if I'm being honest, and it's, it's weird for me, cause I, I came in to your guys' world in different spaces. For me and Miles, it was all about sport. It was all about spending time at his and just not really looking at music. Mm. for for when i met when i came across you it was more about the music side and i didn't know how big miles was dreaming in terms of music Music, or just in
1: general but to see because he won't say it, but miles this whole thing was predicated on miles wanting to get to madison square gardens you're welcome like he miles wanted to be a pop star um and that that helped to shift things into us thinking and dreaming
2: bigger? 100%. Things like when we go to, when we, after that, when we went to our performances, we, film them. Something simple just so we could watch them back. Yeah. We
1: started coordinating the clothes that we were going to wear. Rehearsing. Rehearsing. Yeah. It was, well, it was after that episode, isn't it? We kind of got together and we were like, that was so African to me. It was like after that episode, isn't it? Um, That we got together and we were like, we have to now be (laughs) the best performers in every space that we walk into. Exactly. So that's when it was like, we're going to coordinate, we're going to rehearse. We're going to make sure that if it's an open mic in a pub with six other acts somewhere in Ilford, when we walk in there and we walk out, everyone's going to remember us, which then going through that process, obviously then put us in a situation where we got scouted for the X Factor because we did the performance at Freedom Bar.
2: Don't even skip over that. So I don't know if you remember, remember when the you voice before. first came out, the voice first yeah. came out and we were in Brick Lane and it was with Ian, Ian plugged in, switched yes, on. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Brick Lane, there's like this top golf place Mm -hmm. or kind of like mini golf place. There's a place next to it. And basically they had a bar and a room in the back where the performances would happen. Anyhow, so we've got there and somebody was there. I don't know who they were. They were like, oh, you guys want to do the voice, blah, 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 whatever. I do remember this is what I'm saying.
1: We didn't do that. Whatever. we didn't even consider yeah it. it's just like uh, we actually didn't yeah. even give it a consideration it was just a now nah, we're not doing yeah, it. yeah
2: exactly and then the x-factor thing happened before that i mean after that sorry and i don't i can't remember where that first x-factor thing happened but the first x-factor thing had happened and then we got to freedom
0: we've reached the end of part one of the podcast but part two is ready for you to download right now. So go and grab it from wherever you download your podcasts. So go and grab it anywhere, wherever you... I love that voice.
1: <laughs> so go
0: and grab it anywhere, wherever you download your podcasts. Sick.